This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Good evening, good afternoon, welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast with uh, Mates of State, both of them live from my apartment, not in concert, in conversation. They were fun to talk to. I've worked with them before. They're nice people. And uh, I got some tour dates coming up. September 4th, I'll be doing the Oddball Festival at Jones Beach. September 5th, Oddball Festival at the PNC Bank Arts Center in Holmdel, New Jersey. Then I go to Tempe, Tucson, Missoula. And I'm going to be doing those dates with Chris Fairbanks. He's opening for me. I didn't mean to hit opening that hard, but he's opening for me. He's on the show with me. He's very funny and a nice guy, but that's not really important. Uh, Boise, Idaho, Ogden, Utah, Spokane, Seattle, Bellingham, Oakland, Sacramento, Reno, Austin. Those are all tour dates that I have. You can go to toddberry.com, click on shows, find them. Follow me on Twitter. I promote them on Twitter if you're really... uh, Want it on Twitter as well. I don't even know what that meant, but uh, at Todd Barry. Feral Audio brings you this podcast. Feralaudio.com. Go there for many other podcasts in addition to this one. And, uh, oh, yeah, my crowd work tour documentary slash special is on Netflix now. So you can check that out if you have Netflix. And, uh, You can write a review, a good review, if you like. And uh, I think that's about it. Here's Mates of State. Um, You were just telling me you have an interrupting problem, Corey? Well, we both do. I think it's just, it goes both ways. Usually I want to talk, and then Corey's trying to talk. I remember the first interview we had, we had a pretty big fight over. I interrupted too many times in Lawrence. Back in the day. What interview? What was it for? He all of a sudden got quiet. What was the interview for? It was like a band interview, KJHK, and at the end of it, I was like, why are you so quiet? And you were like, you interrupted me, and then you didn't let me talk the rest of the time. <laughs> you just bogarted that microphone. I learned. I learned my lesson. So how big a fight was that? Was it? Did it linger after? Probably one of our biggest That was fights. a big one. It was a big one, because I denied it forever. And we had to, like, I think we maybe even tried to go back and listen to see if I would truly interrupt it. Yeah, I feel like that'd be easy to prove, right? I think I won. I think we had to go into couples therapy. No, we did We've never done couples therapy. <laughs> Have you ever thought about couples therapy? Yeah. We were like, I wonder if that would help make things better, because not, not that they're bad, but, like, right. everyone says it improves things, but... No, it's not worth the money. Yeah, it's pricey. (laughs) I think it's got like a stigma still, too, obviously, that if you have to go, there must be something that you have to fix. But I don't think that's true. I think it's just like, hey, relationships are relationships, and 
maybe you could just like be better at it even if there isn't a problem per se i think you're right yeah but we're not going it's let's, too expensive. <laughs> let's uh make you an appointment <laughs> do you have a therapist <laughs> i do Will but uh i mean Couples i don't therapy with todd that's a great idea we could do that if there's anything you guys want to work on right now <laughs> i really Go. like being here actually do you really i feel like we're like in the belly of the beast man where it all happens like we're the all, everything's written. There's your bed. Yeah, I'm right next to it. I like yeah. the shoes too. Like how many pairs this is of a, shoes do you have? Would you describe? <laughs> would you describe this as a? You um, do have only black shoes. I do. He's got a vibe. I got a. They're all black shoes, and the sad part is, I don't wear. I mean, I. They're saved for no reason, basically. Because you have the new ones that you That's wear. That's the same thing you do with pants. Four hundred pairs. And shoes. Yeah. I have about two hundred pairs of shoes. Do you really? He doesn't, throw, he doesn't throw them away or pants. I have a pants problem for sure. Yeah, you have a pants problem. Yeah, I have nothing problem. problem? <laughs> I've been to your house once. I don't remember it being messy or not messy, but probably I don't remember it being messy. I, I hide them well. Did you go in the closet? <laughs> oh, it's true. You have a house, so it's also. Yeah. I have a studio apartment. You have a house. Yeah. Oh, that's a big di- big difference. Yeah. What? Um. Did you just get off? Oh, I want. Oh, I want to point out this is the first setup with uh two guests on the couch me across my cluttered this is going to change your podcast this is gonna, I, i'm realizing now there's no reason for me to share that with anyone you're progressing and you want people to know yeah <laughs> i just thought it, it'd be something to talk about but it really isn't taking a risk these are also the first this first uh episode with these new windscreens i changed them Ooh, they smell fresh you have a real bright pink one <laughs> yeah yeah they don't smell bad yet <laughs> only a hundred guests have, i have figured a hundred guests we could uh change them now, did you just get off of? I saw you at the Bowery Ballroom the other night. That was a great show. Yeah, thanks. Did it, you? Uh, where did you go after that? We went and played Bridgeport, Connecticut. After that, and we it was sh- horrible. We should have <laughs> ended at the Bowery. No, it wasn't horrible. It's what just, was bad about it? It's Bridgeport. It was a Sunday night in Bridgeport, Connecticut. So they they don't go out. People don't go out. It was a, it's a nice little theater called the Bijou, but it was like half full. You know what it is? It's like one of those things where you should really time your last show as being the biggest show. Yeah. But, it, I mean, you live in Connecticut, so you could conceivably say that would have been a homecoming. Yeah, but we'll just go ahead and call New York home for, for, for those reasons. That Bowery Ballroom's a nice place, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, how many shows did you do? We did 17 or 18. We're gone for on about three trip. weeks, yeah. yeah. It was a relatively short one, considering. What's the longest one you've ever done where you just didn't come home? Nine months. months. (laughs) Seriously? When we first started uh, in San Francisco, we went on tour nine months out of that that first year. We had a few breaks because we still paid rent stupidly in San Francisco, but ultimately we were gone that long. Yeah. That's. It was rough. Was it rough? We were young. I I mean, we were. This was a long time ago. This was like. 14 years ago or something do you remember it being rough though that year i don't yeah because it was like new i mean fresh. i didn't drink so that made it big you didn't have the it made the, it easier the mommy's medicine kicking in yet i should have had that kicking in but no i think that might have helped actually not drinking for that whole time were you not drink were you pregnant is that why you weren't no drink? i just didn't want to drink wow. I, I you know i just didn't want to we i smoked i smoked yeah we didn't, didn't really party the, those first couple of years because we were in in a weird way kind of just focused on being good at playing music 
So we that did. is weird. Why would you want that? Yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> but I don't even think it was like a conscious thing. We're like, we're here for a purpose. Yeah. You know? And that was just like our thing. We're like, we want to play music and we want to be good at it. There was a lot of fatigue, though. I mean, you know, we also slept on people's floors every night and that whole thing. And that got real old, you know? How does a band even, because I've never done that, uh, but also comedy's different. But Yeah, we, we actually were talking about how comedy's different on the way, how, what's harder. And I think definitely in a lot of ways, comedy's harder. But maybe yeah. touring, if you don't sleep on people's floors... And like rough it for nine straight months. Maybe it's not as hard. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, now I'm confused. Is well, the touring part? I think maybe easier. I think touring's easier like, for you. No gear, no load in. Just like yeah, there's no gear. There's no load in. There's um, generally like fly to wherever you're going or drive there, and then yeah. someone picks you up at the airport or, and they usually have a hotel for you. Yeah. I mean, there's never a time where. Like once or twice, like a music festival once was like, hey, we're going to double you up in hotels. I said, no, you're not going to double us up in hotels. <laughs> and that was the end of that. See, I like how you Yeah, see, like that, that doesn't that work in the music <laughs> world. We're like, you're providing a hotel for us through the show? That's insane. Awesome. That's how it's That's touring. rare, too. <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen. It happens abroad more. It never happens in the States. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've please, done. Can I sleep next to your cat, please? Otherwise, yeah. I'm sleeping in the van. I'm gonna sleep on your piss-stained mattress while you sleep on the floor. That I feel happened. like that would be the hardest part: is the constantly trying to find someone who well, you, who's not crazy. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But those yeah. were the early days. That was level one, and then level two was Motel Sixes, and then I remember when we were like, "We're not in level two anymore. We are never staying in a Motel Six again." And it was a really great day. Yeah, it's interesting how you hit these levels of comfort, where you're like. Because I, I used to take like a bus, a train, subway to a bus to go to LaGuardia Airport mm-hmm. to save oh, $20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes like seven hours. And then yeah, at some no. point yeah. I was like, hey, we're at the next level, taking a taxi. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting in the cab. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, ooh, car service, door to door. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Do you, uh, what do you do to make it, uh, is there anything you, you splurge on as far as like maybe you shouldn't spend this money? Um, I mean, as far as touring. This past wherever. tour, not really, but... but It's more hotel level, I think. When we have money to spend on tour, like through the years, it's gone up and down, you know? We spend it on, let's bring more people. Let's make it a really fun tour. Let's bring let's bring a stage set up. Let's bring, you know, a bus. <laughs> so we don't really... Yeah, I don't think we really splurge on stupid things, although I do get, like, one massage a tour. Is that a splurge? Food. That's nah, a necessity. That's, that's good. I mean, that's... <laughs> we spend on food, too, like, if there's restaurants Oh, yeah, we like stuff. food. We, we are you guys are you guys uh, road food people? Yeah. yeah. So do you do a lot of research? I know Yola Tango, like, they... Um, sometimes. He got into this coffee kick last year where we, were, we had oh. to find all, like, the best local brewed coffee. That's my... Uh, that's what I do. That's, like, I do that... For me, that's almost priority one. Really? Yeah, I, I, I will even look up. Like, if I get booked six weeks in advance, I will go on Yelp and put in the address of the, really? of the hotel. Well, you did that, that one tour. And the, the best mm-hmm. one was that one in North Carolina. I bet you've probably been there. Was it North Carolina? Yeah. Like, in the, you kind of walk into the woods. There's, like, an art little art gallery next door, but the coffee was so good. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of that place. But I don't know. Where did you go on this? Where did you go on this tour? I'll tell you which coffee shop. No, it was the last tour. It was not that <laughs> we far went to from Asheville. Minneapolis. Chicago. Chicago, uh, what, Intelligentsia? Do you get it there? Yeah. That's pretty good coffee. That is really good coffee. Um, but what are some of the off-the-beaten-path ones? Uh, test your metal here. Like Memphis? I haven't been to Memphis in 10 years. Or Nashville. We had Nashville, either. Crema. There's a place called Crema, Crema that's good. Okay. We didn't hit one in Nashville. Uh, 
Hopefully all these people will hear that I'm mentioning their names and yeah, sounds hook like me up. Got, have you, I'm sure you've gotten some free coffee from all this coffee. Lab. I did. A guy from, I think it was Four Barrel in San Francisco brought okay, me yeah. some. Yeah, that was good. That's like the sludge coffee. Right? What do you make here in the, in the apartment? Uh, <laughs> I almost always leave you do? to go get coffee because I just get antsy. But I, uh, I actually, I, this is going to really kill my coffee credibility. I bought some Whole Foods instant coffee. Just for those days where I have to wake up a little early (laughs) and I don't have time to go sit and... How do you think the instant holds up? I tell you, we put some almond milk in there and ice it. It's pretty good. And it's so much cheaper. I think Sanka (laughs) gave instant coffee a bad name, but it doesn't have to be bad. I would say 95% of my listeners don't know what Sanka is. (laughs) Well, welcome to our world. They still make Sanka. I'm sure they Sanka's killing it abroad. Dude, we do the cold press these days, though. Yeah, that stuff... uh, that stuff's pretty it does, lethal. It makes it. Cold awesome. Oh, you make it? Yeah, yeah. cold brew it. You got to brew it for 12 to 15 hours. It's overnight. And then, then you wake up in the morning, though. It's concentrated. So you have to add a little bit of filtered water. You have to double it. And then you're good to go for usually two days. It lasts us. That was a hookup I once got. I, uh, I tweeted about cold brew coffee, and some guy wrote to me and said I work for a cold brew company. Hell yeah. Bring lunch. it on. Yeah. Send me some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Ran out, if you're listening. <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> we would like that, too. We're big coffee, cold brew fans. <laughs> That's the bad part of uh, getting free stuff, is then you become, like, you just become dependent. Do you get a lot of free stuff? We don't get a whole you're lot really of free stuff. You're really good at it, though. You're, like, the master of it, right? I try to do it in a way that's uh, completely where I stay, completely indie rock cred. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll just make a joke. But I'll, I'll never, like, go, oh, my God, I had the greatest coffee from this place. Yeah. Won't, yeah. Do, won't tweet that. Yeah, only you always if it's make real. a joke about it. Though. I make a joke, and then if they send me something, what I will do is I'll give people free tickets to my show. I uh, figure, like, you're giving me what you're giving me. Yeah, what you do, good. I'm giving you what I do. Yeah. We, we haven't got a, we a, a lot of free stuff. We've gotten some stuff here and there, but not... We're, like, too nice. People have been telling us we're too nice for a long I'm time. I'm too nice also, but I still get free stuff. Yeah, we need to be bigger. Maybe we're nicer sometimes. than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I was trying to avoid... <laughs> no, you're, you're nicer than me. <laughs> Yeah. You're nice too, Todd. I know, I'm pretty nice. I'm, you wouldn't be here in my penthouse apartment. <laughs> we were crazy. The, uh, did you come into town just to do this? Uh, yes and no. Our, actually, I was going to invite you to uh, a 40th birthday party of Jeff Graham's. You know Jeff Graham. Oh, is he, um, is he related to a... Wait, who is he? Yeah, he's related to... To a politician? Yeah. He's a really good friend of ours, and he's having a party tonight if you'd like to come. Where's that at? Well, you can do this after. Can I tell you? This after because there's going to be some crazy yeah. bands that he's gotten to play at it that haven't played in a while. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, this this isn't live, but it's probably best not to give it yeah. a party invite. I'll give the address, although it'll be past the time. I don't think I can go either way, but I appreciate that. Do you have gigs tonight? I have one gig at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah, I actually wanted to ask you, how, the, how does that work? I'm really fascinated. I know you do every weekend or every night. I you just what you do, for, at least for the comedy sellers, you email. There's a woman who books it, and you email her, and you say I'm available Friday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then she emails you back with what you know, some spots. And you do a couple of spots at that same. Location. I do all over. I mean, I'll go. I mean, there's now there's only like three or four clubs in the city that I work a lot. There's like probably twelve. I used to run around more, but now. I live in a zone where I can walk to a bunch of places mm. and satisfy myself mm-hmm. creatively. Are you working on new material when you're doing I'm this? I'm trying, thing? yeah, but it's uh, it's hard to work it in because you work it out on stage, you know? Yeah. 
What other questions about comedy do you have? I have a lot of questions about comedy. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's some like indie rockers dipping their toe into comedy now, huh? Oh, I know. Hutch from uh, The Thermals yeah. is. Have you seen him? No. He's a yeah. funny guy, though. Yeah. I like to shoot him down every time he talks about being a comedian, though. It's is he trying to be on your level right off the bat? He's not really, but okay. I, I, told, I, <laughs> I just pretend he is to, to make my insult have a little more power. But he, uh, like I made fun of him for using the Thermal's verified account to promote his comedy career. What it's like you can like the other open micers are going to be upset if you have the verified account. Yeah, that's just like a built-in followers. You can't yeah, it's do a, that. It's a cheat. I have a good question about comedy. That brings up a good point. Like, you know, in, in the band world, it's like cool to be nice to each other and super supportive, and like you can't really give each other shit when you want to give each other shit. But like maybe in the comedy world, that's you can say whatever you want to your to your competition. I guess. I mean, there's. I don't. I don't like slag people publicly, but, but I to will. Their face. Or to their face, I'll. Yeah, like, I mean, I'll jokingly bust balls with people, but I won't. But I'm not going to walk up to a comic who sucks and go, "You suck." Well, yeah, but <laughs> like if you were making a a wise crack joke about them publicly, it's 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 just that it's a joke. It's just a joke. Yeah, you don't actually mean it. Otherwise, like bands right? can't be, can't do that, you know. You can't joke around with each other. No, you can joke around, but you can't. I mean, you can't really call each other out when you you know when they're doing something that's kind of. I don't know. You can't be like you're a horrible band. Well, well, there's people like, who do that. Comedy either, you but can be like, you're, yeah, I guess you, can you could like, write a song. You're, you're not could, funny. You could do like what rappers do, but you could write a song. About Didn't Pavement call out the Smashing Pumpkins in a song they did? Well, they did. So it does. You have to do it in a song. That's Their career went through the shit. Right <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. Too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I know whose career went through the shit. But uh, who else does that? I mean, I feel like if you're an Oasis, you can get away with that. If you're one of the Oasis brothers, you have to start off that way. Like we're rude. Yeah. It becomes like a we're better than you thing. And, you know, sometimes it works, I guess. Yeah. I, rem I just read an interview with Noel Gallagher and God, he was funny. Like he was really cutting. I don't remember one thing in the interview, so I shouldn't have brought it up. But he, he <laughs> slags on everybody. Yeah. Right? He's, like, <laughs> he's like, all those bands are shit. But it yeah. was it was so well stated that it was hard to say, wow, you're being a dick. But it was uh, it was kind of slaggy. He is funny. I've read some interviews from him. He's funny as shit. I don't know anything about him except for his songs. <laughs> Name a Noel Gallagher song. Well, no, but not a solo <laughs> song. Who have you met that you've... Uh, is there any like songwriting idols you've met? Is that a terrible question? That's not a bad question. Um, no. Well, I remember the first time uh, we met... We were. I was. Both of us were really into Ida. That band Ida. Uh huh. When we were in college, we met. That was like our. You know, we drove one band. time. We drove one time, like nineteen hours, to see them play. You know, and and then like fast forward a while, we were playing a show with them, and I was. Jason called me out on it because I was just like such a dork in the same room, like just kind of like always eyeing like. What are they doing? What are they doing right now? Oh, they they warm up like totally just checking She's out. She's just watching did. wherever they went around the room, like out of the corner of her eye. Just like, trying to oh, be cool, but I couldn't. Ha I couldn't handle it, you know. But I, now we're friends. I it's think like it's Liz was like standing a certain way, and you were like, "Oh yeah, you got to stand like that." No, but he cool. called he called me out in front of them. He's like, "Gore's totally watching everything you do because she loves you or something," you know. And I was like, "Oh, cool. Now I'm, you know, now it's exposed." But whatever. We went on tour with them a bunch, and we're friends, and and now they're. It's just like people to you guys. Just yeah. People. Are they still They're together? Just people now. I feel like I did a show with them once. You probably did. Like a yeah. weird college show or something. Everybody does the weird college gigs. Do you <laughs> do you do many colleges? Uh, we have, yeah. I mean, colleges have money. I know. Yeah. You know, so it's nice to get college gigs in, in some ways. In other ways, it's totally awkward. But Yeah, it's like a college gig 
if sometimes the turnout you would be like oh this would be seventy five dollars yeah if I had a door deal and they don't care because it's not their money yeah you don't feel bad about like the tickets because it's built into the student too it's free usually and also they don't always they're sometimes terrible about promoting shows and you're just like did you want to put a sign up anywhere (laughs) oh yeah that guy. uh, we were gonna have that guy. He or they bring in like the he has the, a cold. The college yeah. sound crew. <laughs> oh, I, so much of our students are gonna run sound and then you're like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a show. It was like at University of Florida where I went, and I was like all excited, like I'm going back to where I went to college and doing a show. And like I walk in, they had already opened the doors and they were setting up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. They can watch they, my sound check. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, and then they sent me some guy. This is your point guy, and like he didn't. I asked him like three basic questions, and it's. He didn't know anything. It's like, <laughs> what is it? What function are you serving? <laughs> but it was just like, yeah. I mean, I asked for a, for a ride from the hotel. Like, yeah, we can't do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you don't want to, you can. I don't know how we okay. get to the show. I'm sure I mean, I have. I, I think I took it. Whatever, rented it. But it was just like, just come get me. Come pick me up. Yeah, do you have a car? I'm at the Holiday Inn. Your it's not two miles away. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. I'm trying to think of the weirdest college show we've played, but I can't think of any. I know there was one where the guy decided that he was going to pan our, pan all of the things that you were doing on stage to one side and then pan everything I was doing on the other side of the stage to that side. So if you were standing in a certain place in the crowd, you only heard whatever I did. Why isn't he singing? (laughs) Hey, why? (laughs) That's just getting creative. I remember finding that out after the show. He's like, oh, yeah, I had this great idea. Were you both singers? Jason on the left, Corey on the right. It was beautiful. Oh, he was all, that was his method? He was great. Yeah, he thought it was like a cool, like, little trick. I invented something that (laughs) no one's ever done for a reason. (laughs) How about this idea? That's uh, also something they do at colleges. They do weird double bills. I don't know if you've got, like. Oh, yeah. I remember, like, there was, like, the Ramones for Halloween in the University of Florida. Ramones and John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. That was a co-headline. Amazing crowd, probably. (laughs) Yeah, it was. We it's, played with that like kind of popular white rapper duo who? that was I don't even know the name of them. The last co- big college show was like up in Vermont oh, or somewhere. Time flies. Time flies. One word. Time flies. I've never heard of them. Bizarre. Nobody knew what to do with us, and then they came on. It was like insane, and we were like, wow. It was just check out Time Flies after. I don't mean to dog anybody. No. But go and check them out after. They're okay. Than us. They're just very different than, than us. Yeah, I get it. They're, You're not it was their them. show, truly, that people were there to see them. So, you know. Was it a hostile crowd or was it just a we don't care crowd? I don't think it was a we don't care. It was a we don't care. Yeah. They were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time we're playing, they're like, okay. All right. Oh, so you're doing that. Yeah. Now, when, you, when that's happening, do you just you go, Fuck it, I'm just going to get through this? Or do you go, I'm going to win these assholes? We usually want to win. We usually have goals to win them, you know? But like, we definitely make comments to each other in the middle of a a sentence like, what's wrong with these people? They don't get it. We're going to have to pull out. They don't know who we are. They don't know our style. I feel like the indifferent crowd is almost like, would make me laugh more than like a hostile crowd out here. Don't you think the indifferent crowd a lot of times <coughs> isn't indifferent? You finish and they're like, that was amazing. And you're like, I couldn't tell. That's true. Yeah. That is true with comedy also because there's times where I've done shows where I'm actually like on stage going, are you guys having a good time? And they're like, awesome. <laughs> and, they're like yeah. and then you're done. You got like, oh, it's like they're sort of watching it like a play or yeah. something. Yeah. But That's cool though because it's a, like a performance, you know, and you're like, oh yeah, sometimes you forget like, we're putting on a performance. Right. We are performers, you know. So let's 
and uh, I think forever, for the longest time, we never really saw ourselves as that. We were just like, we're a band. We just get up here and slam through our songs. And then, I, I mean, kind of to bring it to the new record, we kind of had that more in on our minds this time. It's like, well, let's think of these as performance pieces and uh -huh. songs. And I think on this tour, we sort of uh, present them as such, as more as performances. The the new records, you're going to make it, right? Yeah. Okay. That, was, that would have been bad if I got that wrong. No, it would have been Now, is it it's sort of an EP, it. right? It, it is an EP. I mean, we have a lot more songs. We could have made it a full length, but we're sort of like, let's just pick the ones we think are the best. I, yeah, because I feel like there's so, I mean, I feel like there's more emphasis on how much you're getting from albums and shows and like, it's not long enough. It's like, why can't you put out five songs? You're, I mean, truly, you're only going to listen to the yeah. first two. When you're looking at, like, when you're not, like, a fan that wants to buy the next record. Like, if you're somebody new, you're just, like, sifting through. It's Yeah, you know? I feel like I miss the old days when albums were, like, like 32 minutes long. Yeah, and you, like, yeah. looked. Yeah, they also were short. Right, they were short albums. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our thinking is to do more EPs more frequently. You know, so, like, five songs every year, year and a half, rather than ten songs every two, three, four years, you know. Is that is there like a thing in uh, music like how often you're supposed to? There isn't really like a pressure. There's kind of a cycle. There's a cycle of every two to three years. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like you tour on the record, and then you do like you kind of do that for like a year, year and a half, off and on, and then you kind of take a little time off, and then you maybe do one more tour thing, and then you should be writing and releasing. That's kind of. But we kind of went off course of that. And I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If, I think most people are afraid if they don't stay on that cycle. They're going to be forgotten. Yeah. yeah. The cycle to me is kind of dead, too. It's like you have to always be on cycle now. Like if people are, are constantly looking for new, exciting art and music and films or whatever, and there's so much out there that they can constantly find new, exciting stuff. Yeah. And if you're not on their radar like frequently, they're just like, well, there's other stuff that I'm looking at. But know? then you got to worry also, I mean, I, about being overexposed and like always being there and like oh they're always going to have that i mean do yeah, you worry if about you're stuff always like that? there and it's not working you'll know that's yeah. my feeling like if you're over overdoing it people will just not come or they'll be like you suck but if they're not doing that then just keep on you know yeah keep i guess i'm putting yourself out there yeah. i think i think the the concept of overexposure though is sort of non-existent the way it was maybe five or ten years ago i mean think because like um the publicity is so like uh i guess it's either all or nothing right now like can you think of someone that's overexposed right now i can think of one person Who? who's a comedian oh thank you yeah uh Ooh, I would need to know I, amy schumer i'd probably say you right? think she's overexposed she's just and i really doing like her really i think well. she's great but she is like yeah she's doing really well and she's i really would say exposed. she's highly exposed not not overexposed no okay there's very because she just line. i mean she just put out a movie that and the movie's really good so i think that's gonna be a next wave i of, just think she yeah got, is the movie good? She, yeah movie's really yeah. funny i saw it the other I night i think she's just doing really well that's what i mean like if people were like you suck or they weren't going to see her movie like okay maybe you overdid it but she's just she's great you know yeah but uh, um she definitely has the publicity machine working for her yeah and i think that's the only way you can really become overexposed i can't think of anybody else that i would consider overexposed right now i yeah i can't either i don't know i don't know who I'd i say. mean i know i'm underexposed you're definitely oh we're, and we're underexposed yeah. too i mean let's <laughs> that's be why right. we're here together in my apartment <laughs> yeah, exposing one what another. can we do to uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's expose each uh, ourselves to each other and uh that's that's why we're here yeah. <laughs> they um <laughs> 
Yeah, they uh, like comedy's different in that people I, we don't do the whole like touring behind an album thing. Yeah, because do comedy albums? I mean, that's not where you make your money. You make it from the shows, right? Uh, yeah, mainly. I mean, I make some, I make some money off of. And then uh, acting stuff here and there. Yeah, right? but it, it's just weird because like, they don't. It's not like, hey, we want to hear these jokes live now. I mean, they some people do, but yeah. then there's others who will be like, I want to hear what's not on that album. I already heard that. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, I imagine that would be hard. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah, because we would have to change our set list a lot if that were the case of music. Are there songs that you think you, like, I mean, I notice you guys mix it up. I've seen you a bunch of live a bunch of times. Um, do you think you, are there, is there ever a time like, oh, do we, we don't have to do this one? Yeah, I mean, and a lot of times, a lot of times one of us will want to do one and one of us is like, uh-uh. And so we'll, <laughs> if he starts the song and he and he's the one that wants to do it, he'll just start it. And then I'm like, I have to go. Oh, so you don't make a, a specific <laughs> set list? or We, we do do it, it in general, but sometimes we'll be like, we're not doing that. And one person will be like, no, I'm not doing that. And then the, the other person starts it and they'll just start going into it and you'll be like, oh. And then oh, you so sort yeah. of force the other person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's The weird. crowds go, <laughs> and you're yeah, like, oh. Yeah. Well. Like, yeah, that one. You're like, I told you. And you're like, <laughs> Say they like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read an interview with Peter Buck where he said, um, I guess on one of their last tours, he like he goes, we had to play Losing Our Losing My Religion every single night. Yeah. And he said, I just started watching the audience enjoy it, so yeah. it wasn't so boring to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm there's definitely that but... feeling like if if everyone really is loving it, even yeah. if it's an old song, like I I actually end up liking the song if the crowd likes, it, even if we've played it a million times, because there's nothing worse than thinking you've got it figured out and like you play a song and like. That's not nobody cared. Like they don't want that one, you know. You yeah. You want to like unless you really love it. And, yeah, I, I you agree know, with you that. Enjoy it, but I would you say want them if, to like it, you know. Yeah, if they're enjoying it, then I'll be like, okay, this is worth playing. But if I'm like, they're not gonna like that, that's why I don't want to play it. Well, that's even, usually the thing. Well, even at yeah. the, we're at the point now too, where like after the first three or four songs, we're like, oh, they want that record, and we'll like shift the. Oh record. really? Yeah, sometimes. Well, for the longest time, it used to be Team Boo. Everybody wanted Team Boo, uh-huh. but now it's now it's more like Rearranger. Yeah, I noticed. Um, but that's good. Depends on the city. We're getting later into the career. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, do you find resistance when you do new stuff, or do you just? No, not really. In fact, this time, I mean, maybe in the past, but this time, I feel like it was we changed it up enough where like we played different instruments or. Like Jason just took the mic, or we used some tracks for the first time, and I think people liked just seeing something different, maybe. Yeah, and you played drums on a song. That was cool. Yeah. I'd never seen you do that. That was fun. <clears throat> You're like, like as good as me in drums. Coming out of our comfort zone, I think. Yeah. Um, there was no band on this tour. No, there you you used the bands that opened for you. Well, they played a couple songs. Yeah. Like we, you know, this was definitely a back to the basics <laughs> tour. Yeah, I noticed you guys. You didn't really have roadies or anything, or no, it was no, two of us. Straight up. Yeah. Sometimes the chemistry is the best when it's just the two of us. Yeah. Because there's always different dynamics when you have different people on tour, even if it's just like they're selling merch. Um, And we actually had a a sound engineer on this tour, but he ended up heading home. Oh, you fired someone? I, I mean, was trying to say he, it nicely. No, he he needed to go home for some things. (laughs) (laughs) Really nice guy. Seriously, like good friend. (laughs) Okay. Well, we don't want to. We don't want to hang a guy out to dry. But he- we also, how about this, though? We, we, he went home, and the kids were with us for a little while with, the, with my cousin who was a nanny. They all went home, and I was like, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be literally back to how it was, you know, 10 years ago, where it's just the two of us, not even a person selling merch, not even a sound person. 
And then like a day later on, I'm like, it's going to be so fun. We're going to like be creative. We're going to like write stuff. And Jason's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you what this photographer is coming with us for the oh, next five man. days. I was like, oh, I mean, he was really, he was cool. But definitely changed the uh, dynamic a little bit, especially when he drove. I've had uh, I've had yeah. trouble with photographers. What were you gonna say? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we let him drive one time, and we Corey were pretty thought sure we were gonna that die. was the end, like we were gonna go in a fiery crash, and that was gonna be the end. What of was the purpose of the photographer? Was it just to take pictures? Of yeah, I mean, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I know what a photographer does, <laughs> but I mean, were they like, oh, he's gonna document he our tour? He wanted to document okay. the tour, yeah. He's really good. He He's good. Took a bunch yeah. Of amazing pictures. Yeah, it's just uh, something about. Um, I once went on tour with Louie, and he started just getting. He had one of these old fashioned Hazel had camera. I don't know what it's called. Some like probably eighteen thousand dollar camera, and he, he just kept walking around, face? snapping, getting in my yeah. face. But I'm, but the pictures were great. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. like it was like, oh, shit, these the are like the yeah. best pictures. <laughs> you were annoying me the entire time, but that's how this was. In fact, he came on stage on the last song when like all the bands came on at the Bowery. Yeah, and which wasn't planned. You know, they just kind of surprised us, and all of a sudden. Like he's there with the camera, and I'm like, "What's Dennis doing?" Here? <laughs> but then again, then the, pictures the pictures are awesome. Like, yeah. on stage. Oh, he was on stage. It's, it's came like, on, as yeah. if you were there, you know. Yeah. So it's like he was doing his job. Yeah, yeah. I did a show at uh, it was a Black Cat once in DC, and and this photographer did this move where he like laid down on the stage and yeah. shot up, and I was like, <laughs> and I think I said something, and I, I think he was like. <laughs> You, this doesn't happen. No, this has never happened before. No. Yeah. I don't have people lying down so on my cool stage. That you look like a giant. Yeah, I don't and think everything. I ever saw it, but yeah, it was just one of those things where, like, but sometimes I've had. I mean, I've had, had photographers where I've had to go. You have to stop. Yeah. Because they'll just they'll walk, and you're like, I'm just talking quietly, and you're clicking away, yeah. and they always seem to take way more shots than they could possibly need. Well, that's the trick. You take. 3,000 shots. There's going to be one good one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, don't, I also don't know what I'm talking about. But Well, I don't know. I didn't know we were going to bring a photographer. That's all. So we didn't get our moment of like one week back to basics. Oh, so he was there the whole time? For kind a week, of. five days. I mean, mostly, yeah. Traveling with you. He did help a lot with the. Oh, he was a stuff, really though. good. He was actually a better loader than like, and we didn't tell him he needed to. He just wanted to help. Uh huh. So he loaded like equipment better than like most crew members. Really? He would like brought, break yeah. down the entire stage for us after the show. Oh. Like, uh, so I was like, he he earned his keep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> did you pay him, or was it just like a trade of like? He... Uh, we we like room and boarded him. You know, yeah. We paid for his food and stuff, but he just wanted. He asked to come along. Like it wasn't. He's like got a day job. Day. He just yeah. does it for fun. He's, he's, like, he's been be on, on tour for a week. I'll come take pictures. Yeah. He's gone on with a bunch of bands. What are you gonna do with those pictures? Who knows? Exploit them. <laughs> try to oh try to expose ourselves some more. <laughs> You'll see some on the on the internet soon. I think he got some of you. Just kidding. <laughs> Cease and desist. Cease and desist. <laughs> um, I went on tour with you guys. You did. You remember that? I rem we remember we it. It was fun. That was fun. Yeah, that was uh, <clears throat> it was a little. I mean, it wasn't rough in a like. Yeah, it was a little rough. Well, you figured out. Okay, so let's. I'm going to so fucking say it was rough. Question. But no, I don't mean rough and like you guys were no, jerks. Because rough. being on a band tour is harder yeah, than yeah. being on a That's comedy what I tour, meant, yeah. right? It was funny because I remember like it was like I'm going to go on tour with them and their kids, and like some people would probably think, oh, the, the kids are going to be there, and they didn't bother me at all. I like yeah, the kids. Like, kids are fine. Yeah, it's everybody were, else. A lack of day room, right? Yeah, it was like it was just this. I remember the um, what was his name? The tour manager. Mark. Mark. Was it Mark? Mark. He's like, he got on the bus like we were right in front of your house. He's like, yeah, there's not going to be hotel rooms for until like Thursday, and there's like a Tuesday. <laughs> I was like, all right. 
we've got problems. <laughs> welcome <laughs> like, to shot. the welcome to being on our yeah. kind of tour. Yeah. Well, our thinking was okay. It's we got Tuesday, bunks. Right? You shower right now in the house. <laughs> Wednesday, you're not getting a shower. Thursday, you're gonna get a shower. Yeah. yeah. My <laughs> feeling is that's you. right. I get roll. at least one shower. Every yeah. <laughs> but I ended up like price lining rooms and just. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I got one. I think it was was did we play Rochester? I feel like we did. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I feel like I got like some sweet at the high. I remember you brought bucks. like the biggest suitcase <laughs> yeah. of everybody. Did there. I really? <laughs> or maybe you just you put it in the in the what is front, it called the front, front lounge? Lamp. Yeah. And didn't know where else to put it, so it was like yeah, Todd's suitcase lived with us <laughs> for five days. <laughs> like get that in the bunk. There, Wherever bro. you want it, I'm gonna put. <laughs> yeah. Then I also had that bottom bunk. Yeah, which was like is, bottom bunk kind of sucks. I was telling people like, yeah, I fucking roll out on, not be on the floor <laughs> every day. I'd have to roll out of bed and be on. I'm on the floor. I would usually take the bottom bunk. Middle, so like you know, Miss uh, what? Fancy pants would get fancy the big pants. Bunk. I slept in Wesley Willis's bunk for two months. What are you talking about? Uh, that was by choice because it was the bigger one, and then you realized, oh, the bigger one isn't necessarily <laughs> the best one. Yeah, <laughs> those buses are pretty nice. I like bus tours, actually. Bus tours are great because, honestly, for me, loading in and out of a hotel every night and then having kids to load in yeah. and out and, like, resituating yourself, I, it just gets to be so grueling. I know that sounds so pathetic that that's hard, but, right. you know, I, I think on a bus, it's like I've got my little tiny room that tiny, I always come yours. back to, you know? I think people who aren't in the business probably would be amazed at the way musicians, like, that they've heard of travel like that they sleep on the bus like i think and shower think at the it's, venue it's just a whole lot of fun and they don't realize that it is fun i mean overall it's not there are fun moments yeah. but it's not an easy like day-to-day -day, yeah you know at all did you ever travel with another band uh i bus? traveled with yola tango a couple of times did they um, put you up in a hotel i think they did yeah i think we did one overnight drive but it wasn't on a bus yeah well, it was on a, it bus. Was on a bus yeah one time i think one or, once or twice it was on a bus. And I did, uh, who else did I tour with? I toured with Amy Mann, but that was in a van. Um, they didn't overnight drive on the bus, so they drive during the day? No, they did one overnight, I think. Must have been close drives or something. Like after the show kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. That's it, what. That's like the key, though, is you do that every night, so you wake up and right. you're in the Yeah, I think we did that once. Um, it was a, that was just like a few shows. Oh, also, God. it's like that whole thing about like certain levels. You know, I mean, there's a lot of bands we know who have like a few tour buses, and they also get their own hotel room every night. And they also, you know, so it's and they fly sometimes. So it's like you know, if you can afford that yeah. stuff, that's the way to do it. You know, that's how many tickets you're selling. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I could just you know, you could look around and go, wow, this. Just do the math, and you go, wow, this is it's gonna be hard to make some money. Oh yeah paying for a bus and crew. yeah bus is a thousand a day like on a not even a new bus really you know? yeah yeah that's like a, a that's third like, tier bus that's like the bare yeah, minimum that's, with the, the, that's the lowest the driver, tier paying the driver and the fuel uh that's like bare minimum pretty much. damn a thousand a day doesn't sound like a whole lot for that whole bus but then there's the other but then you're, you don't take a bus unless you have people to fill it kind right. of in our minds like we wouldn't take a bus for the two of us it would be stupid you know i did a bus tour with howie mandel actually oh you did just yeah. the two of you yeah, and sometimes no, he had his kids on also. Kids. Like I think it was like three kids on the. Did you leave your suitcase out in that front lounge? <laughs> I don't know if he. Uh, know. You didn't get a bottom bunk though, did you? No, but there were hotels every night. Now we oh. did that well, sort yeah. of comedy style. If he's, you know, he's fronting the bus, he's probably fronting the. Hotels, yeah, he right? was. 
Oh, that's another thing about comedy. Those usually usually take the opener, but then you pay for their their transportation and all that typically too, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm doing a little tour now, and I'm, there's a few times where I'll find a local, like in the Midwest, I found a guy, and he's going to drive me, and I'll get him hotels when he needs them, yeah. and pay all his gas. And yeah, that's cool. That's different. That's not the band world. I mean, it's like you pay the band, and they figure everything and they're, out, and they they got to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, opening bands. That's not a. Um, That's not a lucrative. That's almost like a guaranteed break-even situation. Pretty much. You're just like trying to get in front of people. Done worse than break-even on opening slots, you know. Our first tour, we made seventy-five bucks a night as an opening band. Really? Yeah. And so we were, but I think we sold a fair amount of merchandise every night, so we did okay. But out of principle, it was pretty. It was kind of shady. It was like kind of friends of ours that were like, "You're only two people, so you don't need any more than seventy-five. It's like same gas. Same amount of gas, Same gas. You know? and also that's Same. a weird number for two people. Seventy-five should be like a hundred for yeah. two people. Yeah, but you know what? It's kind of a. That's kind of a. <laughs> it's still shitty. Yeah, I gave it you. Should be fifty-fifty, right? I could have said any number, and I gave you still a shitty low number. <laughs> but but hundred, we would have probably yeah. not bitched about seventy-five. Is just not around. It just so it's this weird sounding number. But you know what? That was a good tour because we learned. It, we went on tour. What was it? The anniversary in Mars Volta. Mars Volta's first tour is what this was. Uh-huh. They were the they were the middle band actually, and like we. We kind of were. That was during that year we were on tour for like nine, nine months straight. So it was just one of many, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think that was our first tour. That was one of the first tours. Yeah, it was one of the first. But anyway, the end of that tour, Mars Volta found out we were only getting $75 and came over and just like handed us this envelope of cash. And we're like, that sucks, guys. We've been there. So like you need to take this. And we we're like, that, that, it was probably one That's of the That's a super class thing. move. Yeah. Totally. That's like we learned a lot from the Mars Volta and like and how they were like, too. okay, you guys are coming from this non-supportive community, but the real world should be supportive and we support you. And it, they just like showed that to us every night too. Like we ended up staying at their apartment in LA like a bunch of nights because we were in California and like they gave us this extra cash and we're just like, oh, okay, this is how you treat people. We knew how it felt and I think that's what we've tried to carry on like. Whenever we've brought a band on tour, is to like yeah. treat them with respect. Yeah, I always feel I hear stories about opening bands being treated poorly, and it's just oh like, yeah, we've been there too, you know. I just mean. by you know maybe a famous band mm-hmm. or no, I, and I've also heard that thing where well I've seen this where you see an opening band, and then the headliner goes on, and the sound it's like two completely different con, you know oh, yeah, yeah sound it sounds they, like they're not allowed to turn it as better, loud yeah like much better oh yeah. Sound. There, yeah. there, there is that at, at like arenas. We've done a, a, a few big tours like that, and they're like, "Well, you, they purposely set your level, like your decibel level can't exceed a certain thing because uh-huh. the next band has to sound huge, right? You know, which is funny because they're not there for you anyway. Like, they're right? It's not like they're like going to notice. Band. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, wait, this, if you had the same volume, they go, "Hey, wait, is the same band on stage? <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> these know. aren't the Just these are the Rolling so Stones. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a weird rule. For yeah, sure. it is a weird like fake. Seems like a fake problem. Yeah. I mean, you can't use their lighting and stuff, which I don't care. I mean, whatever. but I do like the idea of bands turning down. I think they're all too fucking loud. <laughs> That's well, a controversial we, I, thing. Yeah, I mean, I wear earplugs. Do you wear earplugs? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't. I'm you deaf. don't? I'm deaf. That's it. Oh my god, those symbols, man. Oh, he's he already has problems. I did a hearing test, and this this ear where I have my monitor on the floor, uh-huh. and all the drums and vocals come through. Um, I got no high high range, high end range on it. Why don't you get those uh, custom earplugs? I have those, but it doesn't have Do you ever gotten feel. those? It takes away no, the, I thought about it. It takes it, away the soul. Yeah? 
you know? No, but you can still kind of hear them, but I always think those things <laughs> kind are of. But hearing loss doesn't word. take away the soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actual permanent hearing. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but I mean, have you ever looked at people's... It, those are so weird looking. Yeah, they look sort of space agey well, kind like of. Everyone's are so different. Like oh, the ear they're holes? kind of disgusting. Yeah, mine's like really. Long. Jason's is just really like this, Jason's and mine's like, a like this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's weird and gross. Yeah, I just wear reason. the foam ones, which. That's what I. Wear. I mean, you take them out, you really notice how much you've. But I mean, how it, much you missed? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, how, where your soul was. That's what I'm talking about. But also, I feel like you hear. I mean, I feel like bands sound better sometimes when you're wearing earplugs because. You hear like a of the hi hat when when maybe you don't hear it because it just is fucking crushing a song. Yeah, I mean, definitely people don't need to be as loud. And it depends on the sound guy. We had a sound guy that always mixed us lower, and people were like, "I could finally hear your vocals." Yeah, and we were like, "It's not loud enough." If you're if you're like saying you can have a conversation in the back of the thing about our vocals, no, it's not loud, but it is loud enough. I always feel like the uh, sound guy is probably the deafest guy in the room, so maybe he shouldn't. Sit the- not be doing sound. <laughs> he, yeah. shouldn't, he shouldn't be setting the level. Like he should be going. This is too loud. Yeah. Well, I know that you have less. Um, I always want more low mixed in, mm-hmm. and you you always want more high end. And I'm like, there's so much. I think his high end, like the high end EQ, uh-huh. is like gone in his ears. Monitors yeah. seem to be, from my observation, sometimes I do shows and like they have them set up, and I go, yeah, you can get rid of all get of these, or yeah. sometimes I'll use one. Or, but it seems okay. like for bands, I've never seen a band where there wasn't a problem. Oh yeah, monitors. yeah. Monitors. It seems like it's a. You, they try to get so much, and and really, what you, if you want to hear better, you want very little coming out of those monitors. Oh really? Yeah. At least for me, I finally figured that out. I used to have it so loud, I'd come home from tour and my ears would ring for a month, and now I just no drums ever in any monitors for either of us, and just a little bit of vocals, like both of our vocals, uh-huh. so we can hear. Are actually a mo- most vocals, and then a little bit of keyboards, but a lot of a lot of keyboards you get from the amps. So it's like. You don't need a lot coming out of those monitors. We've you want them down. We've definitely figured out tricks to like not hurt our ears as much, probably. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but this is probably the most boring. Thing I know to this, talk a, about. this sounds like such a I'm monitors. Such a, I'm so. such a grandpa. I'm like, oh, Mister Guy, turn it up, turn it down. We guys turn it down. <laughs> but bands, you should turn down. It always it does amuse me just to stay on the subject of like mm-hmm. you go to South by Southwest and there's some band playing for nine people and they're playing like. You're playing for nine people in a small place. Like turn down. <laughs> like you're, you're not playing. They're they like they play the volume of the place they wish they were playing. You know. Oh what? yeah. It's like, it's like they're just happy to get a show. Yeah. And yeah. they're complaining about the monitors the entire show. <laughs> the way I see it is like if the monitors suck, you're not gonna fix them throughout your set. I guarantee it. Unless you're just at a very high it. level. So like that's what you're gonna hear for your entire set. You're either gonna perform your set. With gusto, or you're going to be a dickhead the entire right. time, and yeah. no one's going to care, you know? I think I'd be a pro about it if I were in a band. Be pro. That's, well, he, he <laughs> sometimes, like, thinks I'm mad. Like, I'll, like, I'll yeah, be annoyed about something being horribly off on sound, and he'll, like, between songs, be like, get over it. Smile. It doesn't matter. Like, try to, like... <laughs> like, it's not changing. <laughs> Stop, you know? You know? Like, if oh, it's I'm not going to change. See, I've never seen... I've seen you guys talk to each other, but I've never seen a moment where, like, ooh, he just... No, it's always like with a just smile. served her. Like, hey, get over it, you know. You're oh, yeah, something. Like, and they're like, "Oh, he just said I love you, yeah. baby." <laughs> oh, yeah, we get oh, that. The they they like mouth like compliments to each other the whole set. We're like, "Yeah, that's never happened." You'll you'll always look at me and be like, "Open your eyes." That, that's your like complaining. Yeah, you always shut like, your eyes for like an entire song. Like, I'm trying to look at you. Do you have uh I didn't see any. Do you have any new tour dates or? We have some stuff. Uh, I think we're going to go to Europe in the fall. Oh. Yeah. Are we? Yes. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> Bombshell. <laughs> yeah. 
was going to wait till we were I, Don't wait till we're not just off tour. <laughs> Did you really not know that you were going to Europe? There yeah, was like knew. talks of it, it but I'm like, nah, we're not going. And he's like, yeah, we're going. So I don't know if we're going. We're going. Why would why would you not want to? I don't want I don't want to tour. <laughs> oh, you don't want to tour? Okay. No, what I, do you want to I do? Do we just got home. The reason too is the last time we went to Europe, it was at the end of a two year touring cycle, and we were being paid seventy five pounds a night. It was the worst tour. Like of our recently? Lives. No, this was years ago. No, uh-huh. this was, was five, like, six, seven years ago. I don't know. We yeah. went on tour. It was huge venues. Huge venues got paid nothing. Had to drive ourselves in an RV. Were you opening for someone or? Yes. yes. Okay. And the crowds Another didn't friend. give two shits about us. The crowds were like. Crowds were horrible. We didn't sell anything, and like I had the flu, and then. You cried at the merch table one night. Oh like, yeah, I went out first there. time ever uh-huh. and only first and only time. Some guy waited. There was a really long line. I was selling merch. I waited in a really long line, and he was like, "Can I have one of those?" I was like, "That I'm not selling that. I'm selling our stuff." And he's like. Oh, were you in the opening band? I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, you sucked. Oh, God. And I was like, where do you get your music from? Do you listen? Like, I just went off on him about, like, what's the big magazine there? that like Enemy. enemy you, you open Enemy and pick, just point your finger at a map and, like, pick a band. And more just, like, where do you get your manners I'm like, from? You're, you're spoon-fed. <laughs> I'm like, you're spoon-fed music. No, I was probably more mad that he was, like, thought we sucked yeah. than he was being rude. I wanted him. I'm like, how could you think we suck? We don't like, suck. Like, impossible. that was what I was annoyed about. <laughs> It's and plus, so, it was just like yeah. just a rude English dude, and then at the end of it, he goes, "Oh wait, were you in the were you in the all girl band or the duo?" I was like, "The duo." He goes, "Like, oh no, you guys were actually pretty good." I was like, "Go to the end of the line." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not standing back here back. anymore. You just made me cry, and you weren't even talking about me. I was. Yeah, but it was just a really, really grueling tour, and Europe just for me got grouped in with that suckiness, <laughs> you know. Well, we had. Uh, we had Maggie, a baby. We had Maggie a baby. Answer, she was what, three or something? No, she was Four. one and a half. <coughs> one and a half year old love touring Europe. She <laughs> yeah. was one and a half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, she was, it was hard. We were driving an RV. I was driving it ourselves. We had just the two of By us. By the way, people Manny. don't camp really in London, in England. Like, that's not a thing people do, but we just were looking for campsites the whole time. <laughs> and we a lot of times parked the RV behind like a gas station. Uh huh. And the other guys sleep in it. Because we were keeping up with the bus tour, and I was driving it, and it was like steering wheels on the wrong side, wrong side of the road, can't find a place to park this thing to sleep in. Baby is hungry, and this girl oh, doesn't want to be, be on tour. Here, here's the best. Really, here's the best one. We walk in, so the band has like catering every night. I don't mean to oh, sit yeah. like sound here and complain this whole time. This <laughs> is the this is the this is the, the lowest part of our this is the lowest part of our career. But like, no, but we didn't. No, no, they had backstage catering, but like ahead of tour, they're like, do you guys want to pay for backstage catering? And we're like, pay for it. We don't have, I mean, no, we'll just get our own food if you're going to make us pay. They're like, no, but it'd just be like, whatever, 10, 10 pounds a person per night. You just pay in advance. And we're like, we can't, like, can't pay in advance. Yeah, we have $75 that we haven't gotten yet. Yeah. Like, and we're paying to go to Europe. So we go there and one of the we got our own food every night didn't touch their entire huge spread that they brought every night they'd be dumping shit in the trash yeah, yeah. like <laughs> so wasteful right we get well like we have a piece of bread <laughs> but we, but one night maggie the our daughter who was one and a half was like starving we got there really late and i walk in and i say to their tour manager i was like listen can i just get her like a peanut butter sandwich you know Ten she's pounds. hungry and she's yeah, like yeah. she's like no i was like you got to be kidding me right now. So I went in and like the, the, made friends with the chefs and they hooked us up every night. I also that. wonder if the band who you were touring with probably wouldn't give a shit if you ate their food. 
they wouldn't. But well, they didn't realize what was going on. I mean, it sounds until like you told them what was going on. <clears throat> well, I talked to like their tour manager, but the tour, you know, at that level, like a lot is removed from the band. Like, right. you know, so I don't know to what extent they knew what was going on. They're like, talk to the talk to the tour manager. No, but the know? last night you had a conversation with the tour manager with the band sitting there who didn't turn around. Well, they were, yeah, like, on but, their computers. <laughs> yeah, but it was sort of like this delegation of duties. Like, well, we hired her to handle these things. Yeah, I think they're playing like. But they were in there. They were in there like on their laptops. Like hearing me and her have like a big confrontation, not saying a word, they're just like, I'm gonna check my email. And meanwhile, it's their tour that that's the kind of thing about. So it was, it was a little that's the kind of thing that's the opposite of like how we've learned from good band, like nice bands, and that treat you right. You're like, yeah, this needs to be passed on, like this behavior, not the other. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a massive band and you have this nice spread, and you know, your two person opening act wants a plate of food, just Fucking let them have scraps. it. <laughs> you're you're going to throw it away. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I'll eat your pizza crust. It's just like Mars asking Volta them to... would have never done that. Yeah, well, you want to tell me which band this was? I don't know if we should. Yeah, no, we don't have to. After. Yeah, I'll tell you after. And then I will uh, record. I will tell. <laughs> I will <come laughs> the band was. Like, hey, this. They didn't want to say but this. But more, more often than not, people have treated us great. And we've. Yeah. I think we've treated everybody pretty well like that we've taken except for getting comedians hotel rooms other than oh, that yeah that's true <laughs> you guys talk that. the talk man. yeah that's true <laughs> they I didn't uh, know you guys got that otherwise you know oh yeah <laughs> no there was a grievance man uh, mark our we just he kept that separate from us man. that wasn't our job you know? <laughs> the thing i like mark but there's one time i actually got into it with not i didn't get into it with him but he wanted I, maybe i shouldn't say it well, I'm not trashing the guy. I like still a good friend. He's right? a good no, guy. That's cool. You could say it. But I remember the show in Northampton, Mass. He wanted he wanted me to go on before the scheduled show time. Oh yeah. And I was just I like, that. that can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, if it's a seven o'clock show, I'm not going on at six fifty. I just yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm not starting before. The show. Yeah, the show. Yeah, how about like, when it starts? I'll start. Yeah. I mean, give me a little bit of credit. That but might have been Mark's first tour management. Yeah position as well uh, it? he's great no, at it now but. i like mark though so oh, yeah, yeah. if he's listening you just made one huge mistake but that's it <laughs> <laughs> that i'm gonna remember forever and bring up. <laughs> don't worry I, i've done i've been really mean to mark before we've gotten through it it's cool we just saw him like a week ago actually doesn't he live in Asheville in or something Asheville. He runs a Harvest Records, and he's a manager now. He manages Angel Olsen. And, uh, oh, I like her. And Wiseblood, yeah. He's doing great. I don't great. know anything about Wiseblood. He's still a good friend. You don't like Wiseblood? I don't know anything about uh, them. Don't say, let's that's be clear. I start. don't know. I said I, I don't like know who maybe. they are. <laughs> are they good? Wait, we got to tell some positive stories. I just felt like we complained yeah. about our entire, like, 15 years, and we just picked the two bad ones. Oh, no, that, that's the meaty stuff. But, I mean, we're still we're still standing, so I think there's more good than bad. I think people think we're nice overall, and that's good. Yeah, I don't, and also I think your complaint, you're not like, oh, they put me in a Marriott, I wanted to be in a Sheridan. You're like, <laughs> they didn't feed me. Yeah, <laughs> I was hungry. My one-and-a-half-year-old was starving. It's they cool. wouldn't give a half a plate of food to a child <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when right. they're, wow. That's, that's all, that thing about, like, asking for 10 pounds, I've noticed that at a, uh, some of the places that take money for your merch. Oh, yeah, yeah. the percentage things. That thing is always, Ugh. that's a weird thing, because I've done shows where you're, you're getting, like, this whatever amount of money, and then they ask for, like, $11 back. Yeah. You're like, okay, here you go. Yeah. Oh, we used to have, we used to have, like, I hope I don't get in trouble, we used to, like, have a whole, like, scam thing set up for, like, the real count, and then, like, the count that we give the club, because it was like, sure we need the money, it. you know? Like, we're not going to give you... 
like that much of every t-shirt, you know? See, now I'm going to look around and make sure nothing's missing from my apartment. <laughs> that sounded pretty sketchy, but <laughs> okay. I mean, just that was the old days. When, you know, they don't do that. Anymore. I've also had it where they let you, they kind of are, are embarrassed. They're like, well, yo, it's $12, but just, it's fine. Yeah. Usually if, you, if you're nice to them, though, yeah. they'll be like, I'm not going to take the $12. You know, and I find f- that happens more often than not, actually. Yeah, and I also feel like it depends. It's one thing, like, I'm sure Taylor Swift opens a mall up in every place she plays. Actually, we just went to Taylor Swift. Oh, really? I Saturday. bet that was great. It was amazing, but I have to say, like, if you're listening, Taylor Swift or uh, any of Taylor Swift's Very business, she's business crew, because you probably missed out on millions at their T-shirt booth because it was an hour, over an hour wait for this T-shirt Oh, booth. really? And I'm getting it for the kids, right? So I have to wait in the line, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'm like, dude, people were leaving the line. And I'm like, there has to be a better system. Leaving a lot of T-shirts. I mean, there was a yeah. lot of cash that she could have claimed that she didn't. Where was this? At MSG? Um, at MetLife or Meadowlands, whatever. Wow. So that must have been a great show. It was amazing. We had a good time. We brought our daughters, of course. And they give you these little LED bracelets when you go in. And you're uh-huh. like, oh, what are these? And they're like, a gift from Taylor. And you're like, cool. Thanks, Taylor. And then as soon as the show starts... They all start lighting up in sync with the music, so you are literally a part oh of the light. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. That's... like raising their hands at the entire stadium. And, and not everyone's were the same. Like, sometimes, you know. See, I want to do something like that. Yeah. See, what, I, here's my thing after I left. I was like, it would be really amazing if every artist, you know, whatever media, at one point in their career got to have the resources to see what they would do creatively with that because like you know led bracelets to the entire crowd of like 60,000 people awesome and also you know there was probably someone's like taylor i I don't want to tell you what to do but that's going to cost you a hundred thousand dollars a night to do that cool done yeah yeah but there were 60,000 people there (laughs) oh it was always at a stadium it wasn't an arena yeah 60,000 so even if they cost a buck a piece yeah that's $60,000? $60,000? Yeah. Piss in the bucket for her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were probably like eight bucks. They probably weren't $1. No, they were a lot cheaper than you think. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. The whole point is like the, the, the things that she got to do, and, and not to say like she doesn't deserve, like she's she's a great artist. Yeah. You know? I think she's a good role model for kids or whatever. But the things that you get to do at that level are just like, it would be so fun to be like, hey, let's do whatever we want tonight, you know? Right. No matter how much it costs. And I, that would be... Fun to have I think the level I'd like to do is to, to do like the way Prince can just show up at a club. Like, yeah. I'm going to do a show at 5 a.m. at your... Before we were there? <laughs> no, what? He came to the show, the Bowery, not our show, the, the night before we were there. And apparently, like, because one of his friends or somebody who sang on his record was playing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And just because he was coming and might play, they had to bring in these special huge <laughs> monitors that they had nowhere to store, so they put them backstage. You know that room upstairs at Bowery? Yeah, yeah. Put these hu- enormous speakers back there just in case he decided he was going to play a song, which he never did because he ended up getting French fries and being sidetracked. <laughs> like, that's the level you want to be at. Where did he get the fries? <laughs> so, you know, I'm thinking is where did he get out. No, he goes, hey, uh, I want fries. Hey. Yeah, they're like, I kind of feel like some fries. Anybody got fries? And they're like, we'll get some from the restaurant next door. So they ordered in rest- fries for Prince. And he finished his fries, and he's like, I'm not, I'm not play. playing tonight. <laughs> That's the level you want to be Todd at, isn't Barry it? Todd Berry level. <laughs> <laughs> we got you fries and $300,000 worth of monitors. Yeah, you want to play? Yeah, just, like, I'm a little full. Yeah. I don't feel yeah. like performing now. I'm a little bloated. <laughs> You're too full to play. Yeah, but I mean, that, I, cause I, would, I would just show up at Towns like 
Just, I'm gonna, you know, I'm doing something. Tonight. I'm gonna do a show in Laramie, Wyoming tonight. Yeah, just announce it like a half hour ahead of time or something. Well, I guess you at that level, that. you can do that right now, though. I know, but then no one would be there, and they'd but be he like, needs to get paid. That's yeah. the whole thing. Is do whatever you want without worrying about, yeah. you know, making a living. It would be yeah, great. He's got enough coin to do that. Where um, have you? Uh, would you have any ideas for uh, making the tours a little different? Every tour is different. I mean, that's part I mean, of the like a gimmicky we, thing. A oh. gimmicky thing? Like a, your bracelet, your version of the bracelet. Oh, I mean, yeah, what would we do? I want to get into gloving. Have you heard about this? <laughs> that sounds a little <laughs> No, it sounds horrible. <laughs> Someone should have thought of a way better name for this. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it might it's be the these, best name, depending <laughs> on what it is. It's these You're going to see some mates of state in uh, different, uh, different arrangements. <laughs> I know, it sounds so pervy, but it's, it's these gloves that have, I guess, like... Um, Probably geeky lights. club kids do it, but it has lights on every finger, and you can do all sorts of weird dances in the dark. But I think it'd be cool to play a show with these <laughs> these light up gloves, you know. But like everything has to be totally dark, and then everyone in the club could have gloves and do gloving together. <laughs> you got you got to hand out ecstasy too, a gift from mates of state. No, I you think gloving glove would just be enough. Like tonight, we're gonna glove, and like everyone would be way in. I'm into gloving. You know me. I'll yeah, I will. <laughs> Are they custom made? Do I need to be fitted for this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to have like fingerless ones so I could play. But you should work that into <laughs> your comedy set. I know that, but then uh, other comics would be like, "Oh, he just cheats." Oh, the tricks. Cheats, yeah, it's a little <laughs> it could gimmick. Be really good, though. It's not pure. Tricks, though. We I mean, call those tricks, not cheats. If you look for tricks that kind of create dynamics in the. In yeah, the I would set, love to know? do a uh, something that's a little more theatrical. Do you ever go to musicals on Broadway? Do you want us to glove yeah. behind you? <laughs> Do you guys want a glove? <laughs> behind you. That sounds awesome. You know what, truly, though, I don't mean, am I about to interrupt you? Am I getting in trouble right now? No, I haven't I feel started. like what we would do if we had the resources is just to get, like, backup singers and, like, have a good stage set up and have an awesome crew that, like, we didn't have to sound check on our own or, you know, just the st easy stuff yeah. that, like, people take for granted that don't like do their own thing i felt like on this last tour just moving around the stage not just being like me i was behind the drums core behind the yeah. keyboards that to me is even just like mixes a, it up goes right? a lot goes a long ways and i think people actually enjoy that they're like well, i like that you know it was like a whole flow not just like here's the songs plowing through and yeah. it was like oh they're yeah, you've had more walking resources. over there what's going on you know more people more musicians would let us free us a little more too mm -hmm. yeah i just saw bell and sebastian at radio city man that was a was fucking good? great show. Like this video they had behind, it was just. What was the video of? Well, they, some of it, one of them was hard to describe, but it was just a, sort of an evolving scene where just woman kept coming into a room, kind of looking around, and then she would leave, and then she'd come back in, and then it sort of evolved into like other people were in the room. And it was just this real simple thing, but, cool. but it was just hypnotic. Like, What's That's cool. On? What's she looking for, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was like, you didn't know what was going on, and then, yeah, like but they're it was, putting their resources toward the art of what they're doing. Yeah. Like, you know, they're making it more of, like, an all-encompassing experience, right? You're getting to watch this cool, like, yeah. art project. Yeah. I, I, I would love to be, that'd be it great. It just seemed to be like, like I was like, God, I really want, I wish I was on that stage right now. That looks like a, the best job in the yeah. world. As opposed I think to Arcade Fire makes it seem like that when they when everything they do that's all theatrical and you know fun. And but I also wonder like how do you orchestrate? A, I don't mean like orchestrate musically, but just like how, I think I counted like fourteen people on stage. There's somebody managing all that. Yeah, yeah, I mean somebody's in charge of it all, you know. But there's got to be like well, the one the leader of the band though, right? Yeah. I, I mean the Maybe, one. But I bet they have help like stage people. Yeah. And stuff, you know? 
Well, it's usually someone, yeah, that kind of masterminds it all and then like hires the right people to put it together and the artists and all that sort of thing. Did Bell and Sebastian, uh, what songs did they play? They did new stuff and they did some oldies and they did uh, stuff off the uh, Arab Strap and. They did? Yeah. They play Sleep the Clock? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to think what we should talk about to bring it home. We've already done an hour. Uh-huh. I thought we were going to do two. We're expecting two. <laughs> you want to do two? I don't know. We probably, you know, told. Do you want each of us individually for uh, 30 Yeah, minutes? I need that. Yeah. <laughs> Just go in, the, go in my kitchen with headphones on. Counseling. Yeah. That's what we were going to do. Do you want to know any dirt about us? Yeah, what do you got? I mean, you got to ask. Yeah, see if you can ask the right question. Really? Yeah. <laughs> do you, you want me to just get inappropriate? And sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, I already talked about gloving. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever? This is not that. I'm too shy to ask something personal. But have you ever had like a massive fight right before you went on stage? Yes. Mm-hmm. One time, and L- Lancaster, Lancaster. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? Or Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> we had a fight because... About yeah, oh, this is so good because I was right on this, right? That's what so, makes this one a good story. Because, and it ties it in because we're talking about it. We had been on tour for a really long time. We had a, like about a one-year-old child. Uh-huh. And Jason's like, hey, we're going to go on tour in Europe opening for our friend's it's band right after this <laughs> tour when you thought we were going to go home. And I was like, no, we're not. I'm, not, I'm done. Like, we've been on tour for too long. We need a break. Yeah. He's like, no, we're going. We and go. I was like, I I have a feeling if we go on that tour, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> You're already tired and stuff, too. It was it was against our better judgment. And so, but, but we hadn't really, bro- you know, we had toured Europe before, but we hadn't really broken over there. Uh-huh. This was going to be in front of a lot of people, like 5,000 people in London, you know, every, like those kind of crowds so i was like we got to do it you know it's like it was on the rearrange this album too so as we were sort of primed to do it and Corey's like no 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 and i was like we got it and this was minutes before going on stage and i think i even said like we were this could really be yeah it was a lot meaner than we're saying it right now but i was like this could really change our relationship i said something about like it's going to affect our relationship wow and then you went there you (laughs) you said you said you have to quit making me do this stuff or i won't I won't like you anymore. Oh, man. So that's I'm a, a really nice that's person. That's a low blow. Man. I, remember we I like felt really, s- I felt very strong that this was not a good move. And it's right. Yeah. But I remember we were screaming. Who were, you were right. But when we got on stage. So we then, I remember, I think um, Maria Taylor was on people tour People were us. in the room with and us. We and we were screaming. Like, we were like literally screaming at wow. each other. And people were like, Oh, they're screaming at each other. They're like totally against our. Like we don't really scream at each other. Yeah, very rarely. Uh, and um, we go and then on, so we get on stage, right? We go on stage, and I'm still pissed. And also, my boot broke, which is annoying. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, my heel, heel was hanging off my boot as I was walking on the stage. I was like, this perfect show storm, sucks. You know, storm. like just like can't move. because yeah. my boot's hanging off. And we start playing and like I'm like I won't you know we look at each other when we play mostly because we're trying to like stay on with each other uh-huh. and stuff and that's like our thing and I'm not looking at him I'm like I won't I'm not looking at oh, him the entire iced. set I'm not looking iced. at him <laughs> so I'm just like playing and singing and I can see him looking at me she'd be like looking <laughs> over my head and stuff so then I yeah so then I look over and I like purposely not make eye contact which is like <laughs> stare at the top of his head 
Did you? Did one of you break down laughing at well, some that, point? I broke her down. That's what ended up happening. Is like fine. then he'd like move into my my line of sight. Yeah. I'd like be looking at him, and he'd he'd squeeze into it and like make a face. She was and then, looking over my head, so I like raise up and be like, "Man, I haven't had one of those moments in a long time where <laughs> someone's mad at you and you make them laugh." That's how and we get out of every fight. Laugh. That's how ah. we go. finally broke her, but it was like seven songs deep. It was like a ways. <laughs> it took a ways. And I, it and I bet when you were gone, just, hey, I know I laughed on stage, but I'm still pissed off. Yeah, about and it. I was like, yeah, we're still going to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I mean, it ended up being a really bad tour. So. Yeah, so I got, I got like my whole. I was right. Yeah, you know, not that I really. But you didn't. But I mean, not to defend one or the other. You didn't know it was going to be a bad tour. You just didn't I want to said do it. it's going to be oh, you bad. Did say that. I have a feeling. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you didn't know why. It was just like a hunch. I'm psychic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. A we ended bit. up losing like six grand in three really? weeks. Like we lost money on. Well, that, that was tour. part of it. We knew how much we were going to get paid, and I was like, "That's stupid." Yeah, yeah. So it was. It was a bust. That well, you had a thousand a pounds for being on my podcast. So. Oh, oh yeah. Where's our check? <laughs> we were wondering. No, I'm just kidding. I pay in euros. You're so generous. Not I spend pounds or euros, your choice. Pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you have, if you have any more killer stories. Well, that was a good question. You got to come up with the question. I'm oh, telling yeah. you. Oh yeah, that's my job. You're right. The uh, fighting. Uh, have you ever almost broken up? The band or is anything? If that's no. nasty as you want that question to be. No. We haven't. I mean, you go through like ups and downs, but we've never. We have the, the first time we ever even that idea even entered though remember we were we weren't on tour as a job yet we were working other jobs we weren't married we weren't even married yet and you were like you are getting upset way too often and i thought he was saying like this isn't going to work out and so i stopped getting upset all the time it was like really cool just point that out like i'm crying a lot well what happened is we moved from kansas to california and we didn't have we had jobs but we didn't know a single soul so we uh, didn't have any friends so that's literally how we wrote our first album is we rented a rehearsal space and then every night after our day jobs as she was teaching and I was working in a women's cancer center we would go and play for like four hours every night we wrote our first record doing that but Corey was unhappy because it was a big adjustment we didn't have any friends we didn't have any money so she was just like kind of complaining and like on like <laughs> I love that like his perspective is a little this slightly different than mine and then you can tell yours so and then she was like complaining all the time and I was like we live in San Francisco man this is the best like we should just like th- we're going to get through this this is adjustment period and she was like ah. and like one night it was just like I'd had enough and I was like that's it and she's like what and I was like we need to have a talk when we get back to the apartment <laughs> and she's like oh and she thought I, I was I pushed, I pushed. she thought I was going to break up with her and I was like no I was never going to break up with you but she was like, oh, my God, is he going to, like, totally dump me? The when way he worded it was, like, get your shit together or you're out. That's kind of how it was worded. But then when we got back to the thing, I was like, just don't complain. Like, things are good, man. We're going to work this out. And you're no, like, it's cool. oh, okay. I, it was, it's actually kind of like, I don't know. It's a good friend move in a way. Like, to be like, you know what you're doing? You're doing a lot of this. Like, you need to stop. And I was like, oh, my God, I probably am. Yeah, I mean, it, that's a good thing to do, especially if the other person listens and says, you're right. Yeah, you are right. I mean, but he was right. I mean, many times he's wrong. So it sounds like one. <laughs> it sounds like the last two things we got. One, the score is one to one. <laughs> You're right about the I'm Europe tour. Yeah. All right, we're even. He we're was even. right. Well, that's you know, to, if you really want to bring it home, like <laughs> since we really started, this you has know. been like a collaboration. You know, like the name of when we were trying to think of the name, we were like, let's describe a collaboration. Like this band is not only our life, like really together as friends and lovers, but uh-huh. as like as like. Uh, 
you know, well, artists, creative, you know, like create creatives. And uh, it's always been like that, you know, and like it's not always perfect, but we tend to like balance each other out. And work yeah, the score's it, always so. one-to-one. Well, maybe we should end it on a tie then, people. All right. Thanks for being here. Is there, so you got matesofstate.com. Yes. You got your verified Mates of State Twitter account. Thanks to Thanks you, to by the way. I used to have a hookup at Twitter. I got them verified. Yeah. It was my little secret. And it, we also were like the Mates of State or something like that. Oh, yeah. They cleaned it up. And you were like, dude, get rid of the the. Just go Mates of State. And I was like, how do you do that? And you're like, I'll hook that up. And you did. Like the next week, that guy was like, you're Mates of State now. Because someone had had Mates of State. Yeah. I assumed you wanted. I did want it, but someone had it. And I didn't know you just had to like. Oh, my God. Yeah. It. I had a lot of power in those days. Is it? I think this is the first time I've publicly revealed that I had the power so to get people Twitter verified. Power? Oh, our daughter's FaceTiming us. We oh, she really? <laughs> is uh, anything else you want to plug? The album, You're Going to Make It? Is it yeah. You're Going to Make It? Yeah. You're Going to Make It. It was named after a woman in Houston who said that to us 15 years ago. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We like played to a bunch of like college kids, and then she was like this older woman like bartending, and afterwards she's like, she came up to court, she's you're going to make it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and Corey's like, we were like, right on. We are going to make it, you know? <laughs> and here you did make it. There's no bigger sign of success than being on the Todd Berry podcast. I feel it's the highlight. Thanks for being here, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. And you people at home, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Feral Audio. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub. Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.